0: So, a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All Hairspray. (laughs) No, no, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So, Two Drink Cinemas, top... top 10 movies movies so we've realized this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favorites yet so we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the patreon yeah and the first one's going to be hairspray so listeners jump onto our patreon patreon.com forward slash to drink cinema if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favorites Look, let me go get my new fandangled technology of a bicycle. Two drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. I'm Lee, and I am fandangled Brett. This is our new fang-dangled fandangled episode. It's not, we haven't changed it. Fandangled anything. is a, a word. great word. It's a great word. Fandangled. If you are a fan-dangle, a fan of. An ornate. Oh, wait. Oh, no. A useless or purely ornamental thing. No. Sample a solo new with no end and sh- of shakes, of trills, and fandangles. Maybe new a fandangled. Scroll. New fangled. Newfangled is what you want. Kids' definition of newfangled of the newest style. He um, loves these newfangled gadgets. That's not a word. Newfangled is a word. Newfandangled is you used fandangled like you should have used newfangled. Can you do the fandangled? Um, okay, I will take that uh, under advisement, lesson, <laughs> uh, and I will get back to you. Okay, newfangled. He has a newfangled bicycle in the movie from nineteen sixty nine, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hmm. I watched it for the first time That's good A couple of days ago Glad you watched and it And I have thoughts Good I'm glad you have thoughts That's why we're here Yeah Two pages of thoughts Two A5 oh, wow. pages of thoughts oh, So one so page of thoughts Don't get your hopes up Um. I do have been so, writing yeah, too So yeah, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid Paul Newman Robert Redford That's about it The first thing I didn't know Burt Backrack wrote the score How just Yeah, Burt writes the tune Hal just writes the lyrics, Bert just writes the tune. Yes, um, and yeah, I thought like raindrops keep falling on my head it was him. You did say in the preview, but yeah, it was like oh yeah, he write the whole thing. Not that I would know that because I haven't seen the movie. Well, no, I think because you don't think of um, Bert Backrack as a movie composer. composer. I only think He's of a songwriter Michael Giacchino and John Williams. Of course you do, and Hans Zimmer and Danny Elfman. Okay. And Alan Silvestri. They're my top five film composers of all time. He wrote The Back to the Future. Oh, okay. And The Avengers. And um, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Is that Forrest yeah. Gump? Yeah. The Incredibles is coming up as one of our Uh-oh. Patreon episodes. Gosh. Do, 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 do. Anyway, this is not a great soundtrack. If you want to hear me talk about it a lot, get on the Patreon. Get on the Patreon.com slash 2 Cinema. I didn't know anything about this movie other than what you told me in the preview episode. Mm -hmm. I found the titles very interesting. I was like, is this real footage of the real Butch Cassidy? Yeah, right. Interesting. And then I was like, oh, but is that him or is it just really well cast? I'm like, it wouldn't be just like a fluke, well cast Robert Redford. Like... So I think that first footage is, has Robert Redford and Paul Newman in it. Yeah, I think it's like the time when we were at school and we did the musical about the silent movies. Yes. And we recorded silent movie footage to show during the musical. I was thinking about that the other day when I was a Keystone cop. Mm, and you so had to do I. that thing where you try to pick up the brick but you accidentally keep kicking it. Um, I don't remember that bit. I thought about it because the Bond did it in the football game the other day. <laughs> I remember the bit where... Um, we had to – our friend yes. was cradling a baby. Oh, yeah, and she clearly was <laughs> she smuggling it. She was just it. crushing the fake baby. <laughs> it was snowing rather heavily in yeah, that scene. Yeah, we had scene. to fake some sort of blizzard in our drama centre. And then we had to run around the maths classrooms pretending yes. we were chasing the, the villains. Oh, But uh, it's not a Keystone Cop comedy. No. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. But, yeah, those titles are that kind of silent movie – yeah story of the the westerns and it would have been it's the all first in like one. sepia tone, yeah, and even the first scenes of the actual movie after the titles are sepia tone, yeah, which I think is good. it kind of set the it set it as a real thing, but also yeah. set it like the titles were like these were the silent movies about the western outlaws, mm. And they looked like this. Ours looked like this, but we're going to tell you the real story. Yeah. Not the honky-tonk piano going along and, you know, he's behind you, that stuff. Yeah. We're going to tell you the real story of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and then it turns to colour, and it's like you're really there. it's like, oh, now we're there. In the unknown, no-one-goes-there Wyoming desert. Yes. No-one does go there. Wyoming. Yeah. Good. Except Butch and Sundance. Butch and Sundance and Mrs. Sundance. Yes, who could also be Mrs. Butch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Speaking of bicycles. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. She's a respectable school teacher. Catherine Ross. What else has Catherine Ross been when she's at home? Uh, She was in The Graduate.
1: She was was not Mrs. Robinson. She was not Mrs. Mrs.
0: Robinson's daughter. Ah, okay. That Justin Hoffman was really in love with. Okay, I haven't seen The Graduate either. Oh, add it to the list. She's also in The Stepford Wives and Donnie Darko. Ooh, we which should is watch coming that up. coming up soon. Yeah, Donnie Darko, another cult movie oh, gosh, for us to watch. We're creating six degrees of separation with our episodes without even trying. That's good, because then when I write the blog reviews, I can put links to our other yeah, episodes. <laughs> It's good. We don't even plan this. It's just how good we are at this broadcasting business mm. that we just reference other Naturally things. Naturally talented. And um, I listen to other podcasts that obviously do it. Oh, yeah. Like okay. they go, oh, and we're like a mental health one. He's like, oh, and the, we're going to talk about control. You have control over everything, including your emotions. And I episode talked about three. emotions <laughs> in episode 33. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's anyway, better planning. Um, that this, is planning if, if
0: you're looking for a well-planned podcast don't, don't listen to anything under the Odd Sox Entertainment banner Because you're not going to get it Oh gosh um, So Most is true Most of this is true Most of this is I true I like. that I like that Yeah, I wrote it down even I wrote how much most I liked it Most true Quotation marks the, the whole opening is good at setting the Setting who setting up who Butch and Sundance are Mm -hmm. and how they're different that poker, the blackjack table, yes, where Sundance is clearly the hot-headed, violent one, and Butch is clearly the the thinker, moody. Yeah, and he's the first one that is going to go for his gun, um, whereas Butch is the talker and the thinker. Yeah, which you get even before Sundance said, "Just keep thinking, Butch. It's what you're good at." Mm-hmm. Which he says a few times. It's clear at the start as well that they're towards the end of their careers. Yeah. They set that up well in that, that they already have that reputation. Mm. And everybody seems to know them, but also no one recognizes them. Yeah, it's a good thing. It does what it does well is kind of set up, because a lot of it is Butch, or Butch and Sundance's point of view. You don't really get anybody else's input on what they think of Butch and Sundance as Butch and Sundance. Like you don't see old yeah, mate, yeah. Old mate f- chasing him around the West. You don't see anything from his perspective no. going like, oh, I got to get them Butch and Sundance. Because it is it is all about their relationship, Yeah, which like you said in the preview makes it different to most other Westerns. Yeah. In that it's not about the fighting and how rough the Old West is. It's about the buddies, mm. Butch and Sundance. Yeah. Uh, and it's very it's very good. They have a very good friendship and yes. relationship. And it's definite difference between how they are perceived by the public and how they perceive themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't, they don't perceive themselves as... Awful, notorious outlaw criminals. Yes. They're just a couple of... I did write they have honour. They have honour. They have honour. Like but- that whole thing when he's first going to blow yeah. up the train. Yeah, poor Woodcock. He, he spends the whole time convincing Woodcock that he doesn't want to get blown up. Yeah. Whereas bad baddies... Just blow ...would just up. blow it up. Yeah. Like, ah oh, well, Woodcock, you're dead. Which is where it's different to other Westerns of the time. Like, and... Apparently, that's the reputation of them as real people that they would do that. Whereas, compared to like a um, oh God, Jesse James, Billy the Kid, kind yeah. of, I'm just gonna, Well, I think as well. Everyone. Most westerns are focused on the sheriff or the marshal or the the good guys. There's not a lot of that's true westerns, and this is t- yeah. So this is taking a different view. In that we're looking at the outlaws from the outlaws' side of things, whereas any other movie about outlaws is often trying to show how bad the outlaw is. Yeah. So it's tainted that way, mm. whereas this is showing that outlaws outlaws are people too. Oh, they just and need they have money. feelings. They just need money and they. Uh, but Butch is very generous. He shout, always shouts the bar the saloon. That's true. Uh Sundance tells him off for that. And he all he shares his love around. He always sleeps with a different prostitute in the yeah, saloon. He's not um, picky. I think one of them is Cloris Leechman. I think it might be. So Cloris Leachman, who we said in the preview I was surprised was in it, because obviously she's not a character actor. Agnes. Yeah. Yeah, Agnes. she's a prostitute. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. She's eighth. That's pretty high oh, up in the thing. She's a pro. Oh, yeah. interesting. I didn't notice her at all. Oh, that's definitely her. Yeah. She's the one. She's early. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely not her normal character actor self in this one. Well, she also, after, a couple of years after this, was in a movie called The Last Picture Show, which is a quite serious movie that she won an Oscar for. And you look at that and go, that's not Clara Leachman. Yeah, well, to be fair, I only know Cloris Leachman from... um, Sky High. Sky High, which is an episode you can get on our Patreon as well. You need to get out more. Or maybe I just need to see more classic movies, which is what you're doing. She's dead. Oh, okay. Pull one out for Cloris Leachman. Pull one out for quite a few in this movie. Mm. Catherine Ross still alive? Um, I don't think so. I like that there were real explosions in it. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, she's alive. Oh Katherine Ross, born 29 January 1940. Oh she got plenty of time. She's only 72. Yeah, 71. 81. It's 2021. she's 81. Yeah, plenty of time. Did you speaking of prostitutes in the saloon, did you notice something about the music in the prostitute saloon that's going on when the woman comes out? She, the woman that is credited as Large Woman comes out <laughs> and invites that. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid to the party. Um, was it the football theme song? It was Collingwood football was- theme song. <laughs> yes, it was. And we heard that. Sorry, I haven't like, heard it for a while. Sorry. I'm never like that was in my head for like the half an hour of the movie. You know what? It distracted me when I was because yeah. I was like. I've heard that song before. And then Wherever once you know song what before. song it is, you're just thinking about Collingwood, which you don't yeah. want ever in your life. Yeah, because that's going to not help out the prostitutes. Well, Close your eyes and think of Collingwood. Ooh. Ooh. I had a question about that section, though. Because when the guy opens the door of the train before, the, so the robbery is before the prostitutes. Yeah. When he opens that door, he goes, oh, you're Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And then they go into town and look at the marshal. Yeah. And the marshal's like, we got to go out to wherever Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid are and find them. Mm -hmm. Like, they're over there. Yeah. Don't people know what they look like? (laughs) Well, the guy who they rob on the train does. Yeah. But the marshal doesn't. Well, surely you would interview the guy who they robbed on the train and say, Oi, what do they look like? And you go, Well, it looks like the guy on my sauce bottle. Mm. And then you go and arrest the guy on the sauce bottle. Yeah. I don't know. I can't answer that question. I suppose he's not guilty. He's is not true. He's not Gil Grissom. No, he could be well, he got blown up, so maybe he has some memory issues. Woodcock, yeah. He did get blown up. Twice, once little and once big. Poor Woodcock. Funny stuff. It's like good back and forth, though, between them. Yeah, I, I do like that he remembers Woodcock, like yeah. they remember each other. Yeah, the second time it's like, I work for such a... Woodcock! <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're such a nice guy, Paul Newman. Don't oh, blow him up, please. And then he does blow him up. He doesn't blow him up because he convinces him, he tricks him by impersonating, oh, that was large woman. The woman on the train the second time gets off and tells them off. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, large yeah. woman, not right. large woman prostitute. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. That is correct. Is it? Anyway, we'll say it is, and we'll move on. We'll move on because she has more lines than prostitute large woman. Did I'll you think we used enough dynamite there, butch? And then there's then the guys get onto them. Oh, but then there's also like they they just oh, go away that, from their gang no yeah before that, they have a couple of days off after the score of the first train. Yeah, they go to Catherine Ross, and house. that's when I thought Sundance was going to rope yeah. Catherine Ross. I thought the movie was going to go in a whole other direction. I even wrote Honorable Thieves earlier when mm. I, they were trying to look after Woodcock, and then I wrote Honor Gone when it comes to women. Yeah, and then I wrote, and oh then, that's a good twist. And then you oh, it's the it girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, that's the girlfriend. That's okay. That's okay because she's sleeping with Butch. And Sundance. Yes. Yeah. For sh- like if they're not, if, but- if Butch and Edda yeah. are not sleeping with each other, they want to. Well, she even said to him, she said, can you imagine what it would have been if I met you first and we were involved? Because she's a lot and happier with And he's like, him. well, I just gave you a dink on my bike. Yeah. So that's something. Yeah. My new f- newfangled newfangled bike which he learned to ride very quickly very quickly he like to do those tricks even a person who knows what bikes are takes a while to learn how to ride a bike yeah this is literally like the newest invention in the world yeah and he just got one and he's doing tricks on it an doing hour later on it. dinking God. dinking his heart he's just such a great guy <laughs> Dinking someone on a Dinking bike is, is hard, hard, let alone when you've just learned how to ride. Well, it's it. not just him learning to ride, it. she learned to dink. Yeah, that's a skill too. In the space of a three minute song. Yeah. But we need to talk about the song. They did it was it is a three minute song, but then in the middle of it they got an extra minute of bike lessons because <laughs> there was a random <laughs> random brass band interlude. That was the circus. Um I'm like, what is going on here, Bert? Do you know it's actually Paul Newman riding the bike? Yeah. It was gonna be a stunt man. Yeah. Then the stuntman couldn't stay on the bike. He kept well, falling off. That would have been more accurate yeah. to yeah. Butch Cassidy so learning Paul it. Paul Newman's like, fuck off, I'll do it myself. Is but like what is the with the song? The song every time I've watched it, which is now I think three times. Yep. Um does not fit in. At all The song is a lovely song It's a nice song But it's not necessarily a love song And it's not And what It doesn't rain It doesn't rain at all in this movie So no, when it, are the raindrops falling on your head, Bert? Yeah It has no place in this movie And it's not like it. The style of the song Doesn't fit with like The style of the movie But it, like the, the lyrics are a bit Nonsense. Raindrops are falling on my head, and just like the guy whose feet are too big for his oh, bed. I thought he said head. So did I. That's what confused me. Dat, too big dat, for dat, his dat. bed. Nothing seems to fit. Those raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling. You know what doesn't fit? So I just did me some talking to the son, and I said I didn't like the way he got things done sleeping on the job. Mm. You know what doesn't fit? Okay, so fit? he's a bit sad. Sorry. He's a bit sad. But crying's not for me, I'm never going to stop the rain by complaining because I'm free, nothing's worrying me. Well, it's a very uplifting song. You, you should but be it worried. Fit. It doesn't fit. You know, you know what it else doesn't, doesn't fit? fit? <laughs> um, it, it's done. I don't like it. It doesn't fit in the movie. It almost ruins that part of the movie. You could take that entire section out of the movie for no effect, probably for a positive effect because it would just flow from he rocks up on the bike and they're like, oh, that's a cool bike. And then Sundance is like, we've got to fucking go. And then they go. Yeah. It's, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. But it. And the bike comes back at the end, or not at the end, at the end of the American section, <inaudible> the end of Act <inaudible> 1, <inaudible> and he throws the bike away. I'm like, well, maybe you could have used the that point of to the bike? get around better. Yeah, but like... Yeah. It was a weird... As a writer, what's the point of riding a bike interlude in, complete with brass band trick show, if you're then going to 20 minutes later throw it away before they move to Bolivia? Yeah. Wouldn't it... if They want to use the bike again. If they want to seem rich, why not take the bike? The Bolivians would be floored by a yeah, bike. Yeah, you could have sold that instead of rubbing a bank. Yeah. Um, Catherine Ross, though... Yes. Did like that scene. She well, said it was a favorite favorite scene to um to shoot because she got to ride on a bike with Paul Newman. One of the main reasons, though, was that it was um, done by the like the assistant director and not the main director. Oh, did they not like him? And she said that any day away from George Roy Hill was a good one. Oh, um, she had been scolded mm. by him earlier on in the filming, um, and banned from the set for. Um, when she wasn't in the scene. Yeah. Because there was another scene that they were shooting. I think one of the exploding train ones. Yeah. Um, that They had too many cameras and not enough camera operators. So something was just like, love, you, love, come you. in. Can you just work that, will you? Um, And he cracked it. Oh. George Roy Hill cracked it and banned her. But it's not Catherine Ross's fault. They didn't have anyone to work that I mean, camera. The unions were not happy. Mm. I don't know if they had unions. I'm sure they did. Sixty nine. Yeah. They had poor unions. Catherine Ross. Because do you know what the worst thing in the world someone could possibly be? Twenty six, single, and a teacher. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm twenty six, single, and a teacher. There's nothing that's, that's as low left as it me. can get. <laughs> that's so I as may as low. well run away with criminals to Bolivia. Oh. But before that Um after they were hiding out, was Butch gonna have sex with the prostitute while Sundance was watching out the window? I don't know. I they're very close. Yeah. Yeah, they're very yeah. close. Yeah, that was strange. I mean But no. Yeah. Yeah. You take your mate to a a brothel. Yeah. You know what he's doing. You don't need to watch it. You don't need to be in the room. But, yeah. Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Cinema. Cheers. I, I couldn't predict where the movie was going to go, but not in a bad way. Like, yeah. I didn't think, oh, that's random. Were you expecting more of a plot? I was expecting more Western action. Yeah. But as it went along a bit more... I got more into, oh, okay, this is the buddy movie. Yep. Butch and Sundance. Um, but it was good that they had the chase. I thought if it's just yeah. going to be them doing jobs and doing hookers and playing for around an with hour new and new and bicycles. Half, yeah, and riding bikes to brass band interludes, that's not going to work. But the chase is good and they were very good. Together, seriously, characterly, and comedically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they they fit their they played their characters very well. Yeah, and they were their own comic relief, which was good. They didn't need a little offside, a Mexican cracking jokes, or you know something, a little Tonto that's funny. Yeah, because they would have been racist Mm. jokes. Yeah, and Tonto would have been played by, I don't know, like Johnny Depp, for yeah. instance. Yes. Which has happened before, but anyway. Yeah. So, that's the second worst thing about the movie. I mean, the main guy was a cannibal. <laughs> it's Army Hammer for those playing along at home. Well, who knows? I feel like we don't know everything about Johnny Depp yet. No. Um, um you know I'm not saying su- anything. No. Skip. Don't sue me. Um, yeah, he will. Um doesn't love our country. Well, I'm not his ex-wife. Ooh. Touchy subject. Um, You know what scene is great? Um, When they're friendly with the sheriff. Yes, but also... Okay. um, (laughs) The scene where they're jumping into the water. Oh, yeah, and he's like, I can't swim. swim. You go first. No, you go first. Do you want to die? You? I can't swim. And then Paul Newman just cracks up laughing. Yeah, their back and forth is good through all of it. He's like, I think they're going to do this. Now they're going to do this. And he says it at the end. He's like... Um, aren't you sick of always being right? And they're always back and forth and this and It's like, they're taking position there. Bang, bang, bang. Take it this, this. And then they jump into, they go chasing waterfalls. They do. They did not stick to the rivers and the lakes that they used to, but yeah. they're probably not used to many rivers and lakes because they don't know how many lakes there would be in Wyoming. Not any of the great lakes, that's for sure. Um... And but by the weird. looks of things, not many in Bolivia either. Next time I say go to Bolivia, just think Bolivia's California and we're going to Bolivia. Yeah. There are a couple of lakes in Bolivia, a couple of big ones actually. Anyway, Lake Titicaca? Um, no. So it's, Under marker. Yes. Um, Catherine Ross goes, yep, yeah, I'll come along with you because I've got nothing else going for I've me. I've got nothing else going for 26 and a school teacher.
1: So, but thing. which in is meantime, okay if you're
0: married. In the meantime, I'm also going to teach you Spanish because I am fluent in Spanish. Yeah, which a school teacher in rural Wyoming would definitely be. Oh, 100%. Yeah, not just, and he says you speak it well. She's fluent. She's fluent in Spanish. But before they get there, it's a huge like montage. Before they get there, let's before we while we're running away. <laughs> before while we're running away, let's take a detour and have a party in New York. Yeah, like <laughs> I actually thought Wyoming was more south. Yes, I and so I was like they just go straight down from Wyoming into South America. Yeah. But oh, maybe that's why Google Maps wouldn't give me Directions because you have to go. get, get a you boat. have to go to New York and then get a steamship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. I'm not really sure where Bolivia is in South America. It is. I'm guessing it's north. It's in pretty much the same spot as Wyoming is in the USA. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so it's middle north western. Okay. There's per- there's Peru. Peru and Chile. Yep. And then Bolivia. Okay. Cool. Is uh, but, yeah, know, at the we're intersection. also getting geography lessons for everyone at home. There Next you time go. You do, looking at a world map, you go Bolivia. I know that's Bolivia. Yeah, because Wyoming's a square. While while I wasn't watching the YouTube channel, just the podcast, I could see where Lee's yeah. hands were yeah. gesturing yeah. of where <laughs> Bolivia is. It's big, and there's Peru and Chile on its west, yeah, and B- Brazil, Brazil on its east. Brazil's half the continent, so that's always a good guess. Yeah. Um, and then Paraguay um, to the south-east of it. I was going to say bottom right of it, but I should talk <laughs> geogl- geographically. And Argentina, <whistles> which is the other half of the country, is below it, <whistles> then south of um, it. That scene, of unde- the shots in New York montage, they didn't really have the set for that. Um, But this movie, conveniently, was also being shot at the same time as Hello Dolly. Really? Um, So, yeah, they just like snuck into a Hello (laughs) Dolly set and filmed it in there. (laughs) Literally snuck in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere. I should probably have checked this before. um, But Is that why in some of the photos they look like they're trying to hide, which you think, oh, they're outlaws, they're trying to hide, but they're actually trying to hide from Carol Channing. If you look... Yep. Um you can see Babs in the background. <laughs> uh Babs. The movie was filmed roughly the same time as Hello Dolly on the soundstage next door. Handy. Director George Rohill believed that the studio would allow him to film the New York City scenes on Dolly's sets, since the two films' daily shooting schedules were totally different. After production started, though, the studio informed him that it wanted to keep the sets for Dolly a secret so refused to him permission. To work around this, Hill had Redford Newman and Ross simply pose on the sets and took photos of them. He then inserted images of the three stars into the series of 300 actual period photos and spliced in the two different sets. Oh, so they couldn't get in. So he just photoshopped. He just photoshopped. He invented photoshopping. Yeah. Don't do more hand gestures of what splicing is. We can understand what splice is. It's a... Fantastic ice Superimpose is what I was doing. Do remember a splice? I do remember a splice. God, they were good. That's the one with the fruit stuff on the outside and the ice cream in the middle. Yeah. Splice, yeah. great. That's when you want to feel a little bit healthy. So after we have our little um, acapella interlude. Before the, um, Utah the band. to New York to, sh- to a ship. Yeah. Before the band that did the like backing vocal bits in the first season of Glee. Yeah, yeah. Um did this. That's a stretch. And then you're like, why are they in New York? And then you see the steamship and you're like, oh okay, yeah. they need yeah. to get a ship to Bolivia. But they're not in a rush. No, they don't give a shit. No. Just whenever they we get like, there, we'll oh, get were like, Oh, we're worried these people we can't get rid of them. But hey, we'll take yeah. our time. Yeah. This Native American can track anyone except in New York. Yeah, that's the north He can't go north Yeah Yeah, just It seems it, Now we're talking about it, it Seemed a little bit weird That they got tracked everywhere Even over rocks and But as soon the, as they yeah. Decide they're leaving the country They can't be tracked anymore Well, maybe because it's not It's like If they're outside Wyoming um, Oh, yeah Old oh, mate can't do anything about it It's not his jurisdiction Oh, they're big on that in the States Yeah Were they big on that 120 years ago, though? I'm sure was the FBI involved? All the borders were slammed shut, and everything. Mark McGowan style. Yeah, slammed shut. Then we get to Bolivia. Oh, Bolivia! What a hole. Which they're going <laughs> no, no, in the movie. Sorry, any Bolivians listening. Um, I'm sure your country is beautiful. Now they, um, it isn't what they expected. No. She's wearing a fabulous dress. Yeah, I don't... They clearly very well for, done very well for themselves with the robberies. Yeah, even though he said he hasn't done well for the robberies. Mm. We don't have any listeners in Bolivia. Just so you know, I'll just check them you out. never know. They could be Bolivian, but here... We don't have any South American listeners at all. That's all right. So even in where I now know is Paraguay. Lo siento, por favor. Oh, Duolingo for the win. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that means sorry, please. So... <laughs> Please, I'm sorry. Disculpe. Also means something along the lines of pardon or I'm sorry. Okay, so disculpe for saying Bolivia is a hole. Yeah. Did me you me learn that from Duolingo? didn't learn that from Catherine Ross. No, um, unless Catherine Ross has quit acting and become Duolingo. Okay. I learned it from she, Duolingo. <laughs> the Duolingo owl is voiced by Catherine <laughs> Ross. <Roth. laughs> Catherine, Catherine Roth. Ross. Typical... Uh, Americans taking advantage of a less developed country. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll just come in here and be American. Just come and be American and expect everything to be fine for me. Yeah. And it is until it's not. Until it's not. <laughs> until they're known as the Yankee Bandits. So they upgrade to um, bank robberies. Yep. Hence the needing to learn Spanish. Well, no, they downgrade because they were doing bank robberies. And then they went to trains, and then he was saying go back to Banks, wasn't oh. he? Oh. In that earlier scene? Yes. Yeah. I um, believe so. So they've gone back to Banks because Bolivia's a hole and doesn't have trains yet. It has one train that gets, comes in that from... gets there, next to the goat farm. <laughs> and my goat Robert t- Redford steps in pig shit. Oh, poor Robert Redford. Not happy about that. This, I actually wrote for that scene when they got there. They both have very great voices. As in they sound good when they're speaking. Yes. They yeah. have good... Not that they, are, I thought they were singing the... Yeah. bit In New York. But they have great speaking voices. Yes. As well as being great actors. And not looking too bad either. Yes. Great voices. Mm. I'm pretty sure that Paul Newman's eyes are so blue that even in sepia tone, they're still blue. Yeah. Yeah, so blue. Ridiculous. Like, bluer than a man of that complexion should be. Then, like. Blue and, bluer even than a man of not that complexion should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> he doesn't have like the complexion to say for here? blue eyes. He's not that pale. He's not pale and blonde. Yeah. But he's also bluer than someone who's pale and blonde should be. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm I'm with you now. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at no pants pod they get on they get back onto the banks they get back onto the banks and then they, and they learn the key phrases dinero, motherfucker. I think it was, I think it was funny that um Sundance couldn't learn it yeah but then when butch said it he knew what they meant yeah yeah so obviously he had learned it he'd learned hearing it but not speaking it like in my year eleven, I did very well on the Japanese listening exam, but not so well on the speaking exam. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, because when I you're good. in the listening exam, you just listen for the key words, mm. and you're like, "Oh, that one," he said. "Wall." Then they're already a back against the wall. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to know yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in my year, I remember in my one of my Japanese things. I got marked down a thing because it was one of those things. Is like, here's a sentence, I have to fill in the adjectives. Yep. Apparently, kind of a long house. No, you probably can't. I'm like, I don't know. We had a friend that lived in a big property that drove trucks. Yeah, that's a long house to long. me. Yeah, but you'd probably just say big. I don't think if it was even big that I got messed up with. I can't even remember what it was. Long. Oh, that's all I remember. Year ten Japanese, long. I remember that. My I year, got I got ninety eight because I got those two things wrong. We all did very well on our year eleven listening exam because we had a fill in teacher who was the head of history, and we just convinced her that we could listen to the tape as many times as we needed. <laughs> Instead of like we three did three lessons done. Right, we just convinced her that we could just listen yeah, yeah. over and over again. Oh no no. Miss, we just need it one more time. And then, like, it, and but in to our credit, it was the most cooperative we've ever we've been, all as, a been class as a whole class. Because, like, we'd all kind of look around at each other and, like, we'd be like, yeah, I'm okay. And it's like, oh, no, you need one more. Yeah, miss, I think we should have one more. I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. A Japanese teacher said it's okay. We can have another one. It was a VCE exam. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, one of our VCE exams for music, which was the. Like one of the dictation ones, yeah. so you listen to the song. And it was either rhythmic or melodic. I can't remember. I was shit. Is it relevant melodic. to the story? No, but it's similar to hearing it too often because we had one member of our class that um, had a learning had needs difficulties, so was in a different room. Yeah, but was just like across the hall, <laughs> and they were played at different times. Oh, uh, so the it was like exam starts the same time, but you're in rooms across yeah, the yeah. hall at the old. So yours would history be, block above the yours the, would be played. Ours and would then go di di di, di 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 and then trying to, and then over the di Oh, I another bonus. Good. So we all like did it, and then kind of went like, huh? mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what's going on over there? Go. there? Same thing. Hopefully, they were the same melody. They were, and you didn't start with raindrops keep falling on my head, and then do a. Oh, this sounds like a brass band. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> I um, I still didn't do very well at it. I don't think. No, uh, I'm, I was never good at crap was... melodic stuff. I was good at the rhythmic stuff, which is funny as a singer that I'm no good at. The yeah, oral skills required great. for singing. Banditos, yanquis. Yeah, banditos, yanquis. Hora, hora. Of course, it couldn't last, and they, they authorities have caught up with them. Yes. But also the man in the straw hat. Yeah. Has he went up all the way to Bolivia. Yep. And, and the whole Bolivian army? That's a shitload of people. Well, that's what I wrote at the end. It's a bit Blues Brothers. Oh, God. Little Bolivian hut, Throwback. Because they do get the whole army in. The whole army to get these two yeah. Americans. After... The cops have already shot them a number of times. Yeah. Like one, which one got shot? Butch. Like, first, like yeah. you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. Just leave him there to die. And Sundance. But, but then he's still like, let's go to Australia. Sundance got hit a couple of times too. Yeah. And they know as soon as they step out of there, they're getting How shot. How good is Sundance? Yeah. At the shooting? Yes. Gosh. As long as he's moving. Yeah. Can't stand still. Yeah. It's almost Marty McFly good. mm <laughs> <laughs> it's almost um, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia good Not, Not Carrie Fisher, yeah. Mystery Woman, Blues Brothers Mystery Croatian mobster Yeah, yeah. Good um, I've never laughed so much at someone getting shot off a horse Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just riding along going And you get What's the I can't, What's the word he used? I don't know, you're reading it Well, I didn't write it down He's going... That's what you get when you live by yourself in Bolivia. You get, it doesn't say crazy, you get wild or something. Oh, you I get don't know. Wild. I'm blanking. <laughs> Shot off the horse. Shot off the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see that they've changed because now they're protecting the money. They are. Growth. Growth. But they're still outlaws. Did you think the death of the Bolivian bandits was a little bit over the top? A little bit. It became yeah. almost a little bit slapstick. There was lots of Biddy big bidee screams bidee and big falling, bickle 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 bickle. and it was just like,
1: yeah, not a ah. bird,
0: not a bird, but you know, yeah. And it's slow mo, and the hands get thrown back, and there's a big scream, and yeah, bit much, yeah, To me. I just think I think that's just trying to. Sh- it was trying to just show how good a shot he was. Yeah but i think there are just a, i think a few things across the movie where they just went a little bit far the montage in new york too long like it they went it went too far away to being trying to i still i still don't think i'd class it as a comedy but it's it's not a drama it's not it's yeah and it's only a western because it's in the west yeah like western if you put something in a western it's, uh, ding, 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 howdy partner. Not beep, ding, ding, beep, beep, ding. beep, 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 That's yeah, it's not. <laughs> brass band <Yeah>. or. <laughs> that's just like the director's you got. You sound <laughs> like you lost your mind. <laughs> like you had some sort of mental breakdown. I'm going to isolate that and that's going to be on our TikTok. <laughs> It's going to be our theme song for next week. <laughs> I'll get Ruben, who did our artwork, to just animate me. Hurry, <laughs> <Howdy>, partner. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. But I just feel like they're just like, yeah, Bert, you're great, write our music. And then he wrote all the music and no one at any point went... It's not really very Western, is it? But yeah. <laughs> so it's like he wrote the music, and somebody went. I never thought of this for a Western, and he went, "It's for a Western." Is this a Western? I thought this was like you I said, thought I was doing this Hello Dolly thing. You said buddy comedy, and so I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um, because <laughs> like, and it, I think it like that. The music, the bike. The over the top death of the Bolivian bandits. If you took that out. With it's nothing. Much better music. A much better oh, movie. Yeah, okay. Because that kind of. But then, like, nothing happens. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but that's okay because nothing happens. Nothing in the movie. happens anyway. The movie is. They isn't spoil about, or die, maybe. The movie isn't about things happening. It's about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. And. You're just going along and they're having great conversation and they're saying things about their characters about and they're about their friendship and then... Well, maybe that's part of it is that they're like fun guys. They're not mushrooms, but they're like fun, yeah, yeah. you know, they're fun people. Stop me from telling the joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't not? leave your mushroom I'm a fun for it. i guy. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's it. Like they don't take themselves too seriously, so why not have a little so party? Why would the in New director York? take this film seriously? Like it's Is just what like, saying? what would these fun-loving guys do on their way to Bolivia? Have a party in New yeah, York? Did they need to have an eight-minute party in New York? They could have a three-minute party. They in could New York. have. Maybe the director wanted found heaps of photos. They probably cut out even more. Yeah. So, yes, oh, I right. wrote, that's their change, their growth. Then they're like Woodcock because they're like, it's not our money. It's, it's our, our money. employer's money, mm. which is what Woodcock says. Yeah. Mm. Throwback. Yes. Woodcock had more of an impression on Butch that he will never know. And Butch, that's when Butch says, I never shot anybody. Mm. Which is crazy. And then two scenes later... Just shoots everybody. Just shoots 47 people. Yeah, just like, oh you shoot, bang, 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 bang. Shoots them all. Funny line. This is no time for bravery. I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very good. I I liked that there were no subtitles for any of the Spanish. So do I. Because it didn't really need it. Like no. you knew it's very it's like we've said about other movies in the past. It's no it's not like we have to explain this for you or you yeah, won't get it. Yeah. It's very just like you know the guy in the bank goes, "Oh, that's the Yankee bandits." Yeah. But also like it you helps said, that it's Bantito's Yankos. Yeah. Well, but it's also, it like you said earlier, the movie is their point of view. You don't know, like and they wouldn't understand the Spanish. Yeah. So it kind of works that we don't. Mm. But you, you know that, you know, the cops are like, "Oh, we've got to get them surrounded." You don't need to know Spanish to know that the cops and the hut yeah. hut hut hut, hut yeah. army are going to surround them, and you don't. Yeah, you don't need them to be like the bank's just been robbed, like because we saw the yeah, bank. Yeah, we robbed. saw them rob the bank. And, and Catherine, Catherine, Catherine Ross goes out of here, fellas. Yeah, it's been um, it's been great. I'm gonna go home because if I hang around with you much longer, I'm gonna get shot dead. She says earlier in the movie, "There's one thing I won't do, and that's watch you die." Yeah. Did she say that, or did I make that up in no, my mind? No, she says that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what is the ending? Yeah. Good. Yes. Like, it's just, shoot, bang, bang, bang. Done. You don't need to see them die. Yeah, you don't need to be, ah, uh, like the Bolivian bandits. Mm. But, did they know? Yes. they. they there was a hundred army men. I don't know. They could have been stormtroopers. Or Carrie Fisher, the Croatian <laughs> monster. <laughs> <So far out. laughs> That's Maybe one too many mentions. <laughs> Carrie Fisher in this episode. The, um, I did like that the the army were just like, they didn't bother moving any of the dead cops away. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just going to set up next to this dead yeah, cop. Yeah, it was just like, oh, that's a good leverage point if I lie yeah. on top of this dead body. Or, oh, I better move my leg a bit because there's a dead cop there. Yeah. Didn't move the dead cop, just was like, we've got to get these Yankee bandits. Priority number one, get the Yankee bandits. Priority number two, deal with your dead. That have already been shot, the Yankee bandits. Yeah. So they probably don't need 100 plus army men. Yeah. Overall, one thing I wanted to say was it's a very good masculine movie without having toxic masculinity in it. Yes Don't at me For saying toxic masculinity mm. Anyone Because I've Triggins. Seen a lot of people Trying to say that Toxic masculinity Isn't a thing Go fuck yourself So the, <laughs> At me all you want I don't give a shit <laughs> And the moment was You know They're very masculine They're strong Men yeah. Shooting Fighting mm. Whatever Prostitutes But they're also Very good friends And they don't Shy away from their friendship Yeah They're not cuddling No, they're not homosexuals, which is the new thing. Yeah. God, that sounds offensive. Yeah, it is. Um, They're close friends, but they don't try to be like, about their friendship. Yeah. But then also when they almost die and they go back to the poor school teacher's house, not poor money, poor because she's got nothing to live for. Yeah. He says, oh, don't make a big deal out of it. And then she goes to turn away and he goes, oh, you make a big deal, and then hugs her. Yeah. Like that's, I almost died. I need a cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. That's, that was really good, particularly in 1969, mm. of a movie that's a Western and starring two very masculine It's very men. different from a John Wayne, I'm the toughest guy in the West. Yeah, yeah. Very different, like I don't have emotions, pilgrims. <laughs> Fuck, that was bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, I gotta work on my John Wayne. Yeah, he's he's I don't no, I'm not gonna do it. I, I thought that overall for the movie was very good. What it does obviously what it sets out to do is what it does well, is shows the relationship between Butch and Sundance. Yeah. And gets you to like them. You are though, in them. Even though even though they're criminals, outlaws. Yeah. So you, you, it's it's anti-hero. Yep. Um like Deadpool, but like in a good way. Um <laughs> Yeah, so no it shows fourth, that no fourth wall breaks. No fourth wall breaks at all. Thank God. Um Yeah, but obviously they get what's coming to them. And they I they have this realization at the end. Yeah. It's like we can't run away. From this ever. Almost kind of like, yeah, this is what we know. This is what's coming to us. This is what we deserve. They try to join the army Mm. and the friendly sheriff is like, no, you're idiots. They're not going to let you join the army. They're just going to lock you straight up. Yeah. And they're like seen as the last of these Western outlaws. Yeah. Like, and then early 1900s or whatever, like... Then we move into... The West became more, like, civilised. Yeah. And then we move then into white-collar crime. Yeah. 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 extortion and blackmail and...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Insider All trading. The fun stuff. Yeah. Um, the stuff we know and love today. Oh. <laughs> All
0: that. Um, interestingly... Yes. Ooh. Um, Robert Redford. Oh, yeah. Um... Mum told me, because oh, I don't think mum gets that we re- the stuff you talk to mum about is the stuff we're going to talk about on the podcast, so mum tells me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, was originally it. meant to be... Gene Wilder. St- <laughs> <laughs> well, now what I'm going to say is not going to be as good as that. <laughs> um, Stephen McQueen. I can see that. I can, but I can't. I can't see the comedy working no. quite as well. I could see him as Sundance more than as Butch. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, But I can't see... I think it's because the chemistry between Newman and Redford is so good that I can't see anybody else being that good with Paul Newman. Yeah, I don't think the back and forth would have been... He would have played a very good Sundance. Yeah, it would have been right. He just would have been more like action hero. Like Steve McQueen was yeah. an action hero. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have just made it more seem like an action movie. It would have increased the contrast between Butch and Sundance. Yes, as the thinking and the action. Yeah. But it wouldn't have we wouldn't have gotten the back and forth, mm. the chemistry, the and repartee. Can't... When Paul Newman and Robert Redford have that scene and Robert Redford's like I can't swim. Yes, I believe that. If Steve McQueen's there, like I can't swim. I don't believe Steve McQueen. Like you bloody rode a motorcycle yeah. outside of a prison camp. Yeah, you, you can, can swim. definitely swim. Get fucked. Yeah. Um, but the reason Steve McQueen pulled out is because they couldn't agree on the billing. Because oh. Steve McQueen and Paul Newman were so both like huge stars, so that Steve McQueen was like, "Here, these things. I'm top billing." Paul Newman can have half, I'll have half, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then he was like, no, it's Paul Newman and Steve McQueen. Yeah. Because it's fucking Paul Newman. It's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah. And he's Paul Newman. Um. That's one thing that annoys me about films, right? Mm-hmm. Like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid might be the name of the film, yeah. right? And if you cast it now, which I shouldn't have said because I can't think of actors who would do it now. It's like Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland. Yeah But not You know what I mean you wouldn't It's like, be like Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron No but if you No but if the person playing Sundance was a bigger name You wouldn't put him first You wouldn't go Like yeah say if it was you know Steve McQueen And someone that's not as big as Robert Redford or Paul Newman You wouldn't go Other person if It's Dustin Hoffman and Steve McQueen <laughs> Yeah yeah it's like, You wouldn't go And Steve McQueen's playing the kid Yeah You wouldn't go They probably would have gone Steve McQueen, Dustin Hoffman, Butch Cassidy and The Sundance Kid. It doesn't make sense. Because it was originally going to be called Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. No, it wasn't. It was. It was originally meant to be called Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. But because it was Paul Newman and Robert Redford, they changed it to Butch Cassidy and The Sundance Kid. But that works better. That doesn't make sense because it's like Butch is the leader. But also, why would you put The Kid second? Exactly. Even if like, was like Billy the Kid was the leader. Of whatever his game yeah, was. He yeah, wasn't the leader yeah. of Butch Cassidy. You wouldn't yeah, put yeah, yes. like someone and Billy the kid. Billy the kid and someone. Nah. What? So you would still put but, Billy the Kid second? But it's the kid, seems like it should be second. The kid part, not necessarily the person. Part, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But you're um, right, Butch Cassidy is the leader. Yes. Have you But if you know, if you made it the Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy What would have then annoyed me is they would have billed it Paul Newman Newman and Robert Robert Redford, Redford. which is the wrong way around. Or when they do a poster, right? Yes. And they have the people lined up across and then the names lined up across and the names aren't above the heads. No. Nah. Stupid. Nah. Dumb. The movie that does that is... Greatest Showman. ...where the Millers... Oh so where the millers yeah, is Jason Sudeikis They're in the middle. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston are in the middle and then the two kids are either side of them. Yeah, but it goes. But the names Aniston across the Cedricus. top goes Sudeikis, Aniston, Kid Kid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, interesting. It's just dumb. It's the whole top billing and this and that yeah. thing. It's just all egotistic bullshit. But it's also a marketing thing. Yeah, but it's also actors are egotists, so like, they wouldn't be actors. You're not gonna read the fifth name. It depends what the... Yeah, okay. That's true. Like, if there's two lines of names... Like, you're getting cut off in the IMDb uh, subscription. Description. (laughs) Like, let's say... No, I can't think of examples now. Like, if you have a big cast that's got five huge people in it. Like, if it is Les Mis. No, but even, like, Hairspray, right? We did our Patreon episode on Hairspray. And... The main character in Hairspray is Tracy. The top you're not putting on the poster, Nicky Blonsky. Yeah, you're putting on John Travolta, putting, and Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer. Like the the main the top bill people in Hairspray are John Travolta and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, no, even though it's not the Xavier main people, Nicky yeah. Like if you look at the billing for Les Mis, I've got the DVD here. Oh, just handy. Um, there are one, two, three, four, seven people named yep. in the cast. Yes. That's Hugh, too many. Hugh. Hugh. Russell. Russell. Anne, on, Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen. He is and. Oh. So, so it goes blah, blah, Helena blah, blah, Bottom blah, blah is, with Helena Bonham Carter and, and Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen. Baron Cohen. Who else is in it? The other two. Or do you want me to just say it? Yeah, just say it. The other two are Amanda Seyfried and Eddie Redmayne. So that don't need to be said. Well, they do because it's Amanda Seyfried and Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, but like... If I go lay me there are also like main characters in the thing. Yeah, but there's lots of main, and that's the thing with ensembles. Yeah, like poor Fontaine didn't get a wait. No, like the, the one love that actually, dies. Well, Fontaine dies as well. Anyway, all anyway. die. Oh yeah, love actually, love actually, like actually that poster's done really well. Yeah, because it gives enough space. You know what? To it, Colin Firth, Hugh yeah. Grant, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, it gives Rowan too Atkinson. Too much even. space to Rowan Atkinson. His scene is great, though. He's one scene. It is but a moment. <laughs> it is but a moment. Um, getting back to the movie we yes. are actually talking about, have you heard this phrase Sundance before? Uh, the film festival. The film festival. Yes. Do you know who came up with the film festival? Paul Newman. Robert Redford. <laughs> so Robert Redford named the Sundance film. Festival after Sundance, Sundance Kid. Kid, yeah. Well, there you go. And Paul Newman, being the philanthropist that he was, yeah. other than just being a great source and dressing maker, yes, he was great with the charities. Um, he created a charity for families with kids suffering from cancer. Oh, and he called it the Hole in the Wall Camp. Oh, like not the, the Cassidy gang. Cancer, not the Cassidy, Cassidy Cancer Cassidy Council. Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the Butch Cancer, no. The Butch Cancer Council. Butch Cancer and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, Paul Newman's sauce. Well, I just see him as salad dressing. Okay, I've never eaten or bought or consumed okay, he a does, Paul Newman sauce. He does part. He did pasta sauce and salad dressing. Good. So we're both right. He has a bolognese and a tomato, basil and garlic pasta sauce. Well, he's really gone out okay, on a limb with those next, two, hasn't For he? the next episode, <laughs> I'm going to buy some Paul Newman sauce and we're going to make a bolognese. He's really like... It seems a bit of a sellout to me. Well, he's got bolognese, bolognese. I'm mean, in case well, people listening nice? think I'm, I say it like that. I don't. He's taking the piss, people. If you haven't if bolognese, by now. so he's got a bolognese and a tomato basil and garlic. Like if I said to you, name the two basicest pasta oh, sauces yeah. ever, it's yeah. those two. Yeah, and his dressings are Italian and ranch. Ranch is one. Basemic. He's got four. Balsamic is another. Ranch, Caesar. Ranch, Caesar. And a, just a vinaigrette. Well, he's got creamy Caesar, ranch, balsamic vinaigrette, and classic dressing. Oh, God. So he hasn't really gone on that He actually limb. did a ranch dressing because of this Western. Ah, uh-huh. Yeah, because does, he was yeah, on says, a ranch. It says butch. Yeah, it's That's the where butch it all started. ranch dressing. That's where it all started. Yeah. So I he mean, came up with ranch amazing. dressings. How many, you know, I'd give it, wait. Whiskies. Don't they have just whiskies? I was going to give it shots of dressing. I'm going to give it three classic vinaigrettes out of five. I'm going to give it three and a half ranches. Ranch dressings. Three and a half ranch dressings out of five. Um, Just shots. Just three and a half shots of straight dressing. Three three and a half shots of... That's a creamy dressing. That's disgusting. I think, yeah, I'm going to give it three and a half... I'm taking one point off for the raindrops keep falling on my head, bicycle, circus sequence. Well, I'm taking sequence. a half a point off for the um, music. Yep. And I'm taking a combined half point off for the over-the-top death of the Bolivian Bandits mm-hmm. and the too long montage. Okay. Because so even one. aside from the music, yeah, that montage is too long. Don't do it again. <laughs> The yeah, so uh, Paul Newman, Robert Redford are great. the The way they've set the story and the characters, uh, and flipped it to be like this is the bad guys from the bad guys' point of view is all very good. The script is very good, but then there's random music and random moments where yeah. they just took a step too far. tidbit mm. um, at the Oscars. Yes, the nineteen seventy Oscars for the yes. nineteen sixty nine movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it was up for Best Picture, Best Director, other movie, other things yes. as well. We've Seven, already mentioned. You said. Um, and Midnight Cowboy was up for Picture, Director, okay. everything as well. Yep. Um, George Roy Hill went to um, director of Midnight Cowboy, whose name is um, escaping me. Who I think might be Schlesinger. Yes. Um and he went to him Schlesinger. Yep, John good. Schlesinger. Um went to him and said, Oh, enjoy your night, but you're gonna lose because everybody loves Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh. <sighs> that really was awkward because Midnight Cowboy won and not Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Well, Midnight Cowboy is a nineteen sixty nine American buddy drama film. It is buddy drama. It's like Dustin the opposite. Hoffman and John Voigt. It is the opposite of this movie. Oh yeah, it's like rated X. Oh, it is or something. rated X. Um, Midnight think... Cowboy is the only X-rated film ever to win Best Picture. That is correct, sir. Mm. Good little bit of trivia that always comes up on your trivia things. Um, phone a friend, me, if you have an Oscar question. Its budget was three point two million, and it box office forty four point eight million. Hmm. Anyway. But this pretty much made Robert Redford a star Because he was relatively unknown until this point He was just a good-looking man He was just a good-looking man And even to the point Which is what mum and I spoke about the other day mm-hmm. um, That he would turn down roles Before this even yep. Because he just didn't want to be the pretty boy The good-looking man The good-looking man So yep. he turned down um, a movie Who's afraid of Virginia Wolf, Because yep. his character would have just been such and such as attractive husband. Yeah. So rather just this like, one mm. had some actual character to it. Even though that Hughes of Virginia Woolf is a very deep character. It's not just a good looking man. Anyway. But yeah. So he wasn't. That was a missed opportunity. Yes. For but him. this was a very good opportunity. Yeah. And he did very, very well. Very well. What's next on our list? Oh, who knows? Next on our list. Because we're waiting is, on releases of oh, yeah. movies and. If everything goes to plan, our next episode will be discussing what is coming out in October. Yes, which who knows because we're still in lockdown uh, at the time of recording this and we're not sure when we're going to get it. I've said, I've said a couple of times now, it feels like our younger listeners might not get this. feels no. like in the 90s mm. when films were released overseas and then... yeah. We had to wait for them here. Like even TV shows, I don't, you, kids, you won't understand the fact that ER was not like same day release as America here. No. Like you had to wait months. Well, in the case of like the soap operas, that was like a years of waiting. Yeah. At one point we were so far behind in days of our lives that they just skipped four years. They skipped four years and it was like 10 different actors in it. Yeah. Um, our so, new movie plan for October is June, which is confusing. D-U-N-E, not June the month. Yes. Um, Even yeah, I got confused so, then. Hopefully, June comes out on the 21st of October as is scheduled. And then it's Halloween month. And then we're just still waiting for respect. I know. We are going to get some Halloween stuff in October. So, this is the end of our September movies because Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was released on the twenty third of December. September, uh, September in nineteen sixty nine. So we're pretty close. So that's it. That's it for this week. Adios amigos. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheers.